0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to a connecting conversation with Family Fuse, where we connect with members of the community to gain insight on how to build a better future for all. My name is Jaylin Spooner, and today we are talking with Kenny Badabo, the executive director for the Youth Connection Association. Good afternoon, Kenny, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Awesome. So just to get started, can you tell us a bit about your organization's history and how it came to be and why it was created?
1: Uh, the Youth Connection is, uh, I mean, it was developed back in 1992 by myself. Uh, we're a non-profit charitable organization in Windsor since then. The organization developed as a result of some of the event uh, that is happening in our community at a time, you know, which I experienced myself due to lack of job, lack of opportunity, Uh, racism and discrimination in our community. And that time I was so determined to see how we can make a change, you know, and that's how, you know, the organization developed.
0: Awesome. Um, It's great to see kind of Family Fuse is also working in the community as a nonprofit. So it's a very valuable partnership that we have, but um, what positive changes have come to the community since the beginning of this organization?
1: Well, I will tell you right now. Since uh, the inception or the conception of the organisation, uh, I cannot tell you exactly how many, but I can say that thousands of uh, you know young people that have gone through the organisation. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, you know helping them with their education, in terms of advocacy, in terms of mentoring. Uh, in terms of helping them, you know, to secure employment within the city of Windsor, you know, and uh, we've gone so many positive changes. We now have in our community, uh, some of uh, the young people that went through the organization, now they're doing exactly what we're doing right now. Uh, the this one that came in mind is called the MH100, you know, downtown, uh, helping some of the young people you know in downtown areas so I'm so happy to see things like that and I know there's some other groups as well that are really trying to emulate uh, what we're trying to do you know which I think is very positive you know for the whole uh, city as a whole
0: for sure yeah everything I mean children are the future and we definitely need to support them. And with that in mind, on your website, a core value that is listed is acknowledging that importance of family and community. Um, What relationship have you seen with supportive family environments and a child's ability to learn and thrive?
1: Well, over the years, I can tell you right now, we've done a lot of advocacy for parents. Uh, We've been to, uh, to our schools, you know, trying to advocate for parents. Also, we provide mentoring for young people you know, uh, since then. And then I've seen so many changes in the sense that the parents, they count on us to help them, you know, to advocate for them. Uh, we've applied, I mean, appeared before the uh, school board to make presentation on behalf of these parents, you know, and since then we've seen the growth, you know, of some of uh, the parents and the the children also, uh, over the years, we have an after-school program, which I think is very, very important. That's a very huge component of uh, what we do. Uh, through the advocacy and mentoring, this is how we develop the after-school because we saw that some of our young people, they you know, lagging behind in school, uh, which I did talk to the principals you know, about, and through that, we developed this after-school. We were downtown Windsor for years and years, you know, before, you know, uh, the COVID starts. And that's how we we stopped the after-school program, which we intend to continue in the near future.
0: For sure. Um, Just for everyone listening, what kind of after-school programs are those?
1: Uh, Well, the after-school program is, uh, you know, there's so many of them. We have uh, uh, helping these young people with their education. You know, also we have a, a drama group, you know, which is uh, still ongoing, but they're doing it virtually. You know, we have spelling bee, you know, which is still ongoing, but we did that one too virtually. You know, we did one uh, back last year, but we did it virtually. You know, and there's so many kids involved. Surprisingly, so we have close to hundred uh, young know, people who are involved in that. You know, so we, now we have, uh, you know, book club, you know, now we have close to about say 25 or so kids who are involved in the book club. They're reading uh, you know, educational books, you know, and these books are very educational, very uh, cultural and very appropriate. Now we have kids from grades one all the way to grade nine who are involved in the book club as well.
0: Awesome. A lot to keep kids busy, which is definitely needed. And um, just kind of going on the types of children that you work with. um, In working with disadvantaged youth, is there a disproportionate number of visible visible minority families that require your services?
1: Well, I tell you right now, you know, with all this, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, and then with all this uh, event going on around, there's so many groups now. Popping up and trying to help, you know, and I guess that's uh, evident of the fact that uh, you know there's so many uh, young visual minority out there, you know, especially black young people who are in need, you know. Otherwise, all these groups will not uh, develop or prop up the way they are right now. So, which I'm very happy about, you know, in the sense that uh, the more groups we have, you know, the more No, the better for our kids in the sense that they can get all the help they need.
0: 100%. And Family Fuse is one of those organizations that does help children, especially in the education system. And I know you are also in line with that, with the Youth Connection. Um, What do you think would be the answer for the education system to help support these disadvantaged students?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, if you ask me, for the last uh, almost uh, thirty years, I've been working with the schools and <laughs> trying to advocate and you know make sure that uh, you know our kids uh, who are marginalised, you know, uh, get the help they need. And uh, what I hope to see now is the fact that uh, you know, with family fees, you know, and then youth connection, uh, we can team up to see how we can really you know. For lack of a better word I say push you know our school system to do better, you know. And uh, this is an ongoing thing and I don't see you know everything uh, be resolved today, but I hope mm-hmm. you know as we go along and uh, if we don't give up because I've been doing for 30 years or youth connection has been doing for 30 years, I'm not giving up. You know I'm passing it on and working with a few, I mean family fused. Just to make sure we have the continuity, you know, that uh, our young black kids and the visual minority population are well represented in school. We want to see the eradication, if I can use that word, of uh, you know racism in school. You know, which I think is extremely very important because we know that we still have uh, you know racism prevalent within our school, and I'm hoping with all this ongoing effort with youth connection, family views, you know, we can see, uh, you know, uh, a sort of lessening, you know, of our young Black people you know, involved in, uh, I mean, being helped, you know, in our school system.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's definitely going to take a lot of work to undo all the systemic racism in our education system. And um, just kind of, I know you mentioned the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, just kind of since the murder of George Floyd, a spotlight has rightfully been shone on the injustices faced by the Black community. Uh, what kind of impact have the recent events had on the youth in the Windsor community that you've seen?
1: Well, I won't say just only in Windsor. I will say throughout the whole world. I can tell you right now, but that impact uh, is uh, you know felt in Windsor. As a result of that, you can see how. You know, we have, uh, Windsor develop its own uh, uh, black, uh, uh, geez, how come I can't remember? (laughs) We have a black uh, group in Windsor now. Fuse is part of it. Uh, Youth Connection is part of it. You know, it's a big movement where we're trying to make sure we can, I don't want to use the word push. We can work with our schools, we can work with our city you know, to see what we can achieve for our black youth and then the visa minority, you know, because we see there's so much injustices and inequity, inequality, name it, you know, happening to all these black people. So with that, you know, I'm sure that uh, Youth Connection, working with the Fuse and this black group, you know, uh, we can, you know, we definitely see some changes that some gonna happen in Winsor and County.
0: Amazing to hear. Um, Definitely a a transformative time in the world right now, rightfully so. Um, A lot of things need to change. And uh, we found this statistic of um, Black youth in Canada where it shows that 94% of Black youth say they'd like to earn a bachelor's degree, but only 60% believe they actually could, which is completely shocking that there's that lack of confidence in themselves. So What ways does your organization work to give these children the confidence they need to believe that they can reach that goal of a degree if they want to?
1: Well, I believe there's so many groups who are trying to advocate for that, and it's unfortunate some of our young people, they seem to have that kind of feeling where they don't have the confidence. Um, Beside that, too, we've seen the fact that uh, over the years, you see how some of these young people, by the time they get you know, they struggle to get grade 12. And by the time they finish their grade 12, they don't seem to have any aspiration to further their education. You know, and this is something we try to make sure we can encourage, you know, all these kids to go, you know, go to school. Uh, Some of the young people that have come across or they come to Youth Connection in the past, that's one of the things we do. We, I should say too, uh, the Youth Connection, we used to have an, another organization that we provide educational support or educational assistance to some of these young people that, that are planning to go to university. You know, it's a very small amount of money, but this is something we can probably do to encourage them to say, you know what? Hey, you have people out there, you know, who are supporting you. You have support within the community, you know. So at least once they get that inspiration no, they become inspired, you know, to continue their education. And also I should let you know too, like uh, over the past, after being to all the schools, I'm surprised to see how some of these young people, they will come to my organization. I know of a case I can tell you right now, you know, that's about more than one, I'll probably say quite a few, where the teacher in school, the teacher in school, we be telling these kids that uh, you know instead of you becoming a doctor or an engineer, why not to go, you know, uh, towards this uh, stream or whatever the case may be. That really get me very upset. I know of a young lady. I don't know why it's you know stood in my head. This young lady happened to be an uh, Arabic descent. You know, wonderful family. They they come to our program at the time, and then the mother told me that. The girl was told that instead of you becoming a doctor, why don't you try to, you know, become a cook or something like that. This is what that girl told the mother. And the mother told me, and I have to go to the school. I got upset. I went to the school. I said, why are the teachers trying to be able to streamline all these young people? You know, the child said he wants to become a doctor. What the teacher should do is to be able to encourage her or to give her the tools as to how, you know, she can become a doctor, you know, but we see that happen in school a lot where these teachers, they tend to streamline all these kids to go into non-academic stream, which I think is very unfortunate. That is what is happening in school. And this is something we need to start working on right now. And I'm hoping the youth connection in partnership with Fuse and other groups, we can find a way to see how we can stop all these teachers to stop telling these kids what they have to do for the future. If a child said, this is something I enjoyed, that teacher's job is to see how they can encourage him or her towards that end, as opposed to be telling them what they have to be, you know. And I'm happy now at the University of Windsor, we have, uh, we have uh, uh, the Black uh, anti racist group right now where they are encouraging all these high school Black students, you know, to attend university. And I'm hoping, you know, with that one as well, we can see how, you know, some of our young Black people would, you know, be aspired or encouraged, you know, to further their education at the university level.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's really important to bring light to because it is, streaming is something that happens under the surface almost. It's a, it's a microaggression in teaching where it's like until people really pointed out, like it's such a very subtle racist transaction there. And I think 100% there are very good progressions being made in that area, which is 100% needed. And I'm very happy to hear that um, Windsor is taking those steps. Um, just kind of shifting to more about your organization's programs and services. Um, what is the largest and most popular reason why families or children seek out your, your programs?
1: Well, uh, now you're asking me to go back to the uh, roots, yes. you know, Mm -hmm. Because I saw the fact that, uh, I mean, about 28 years ago, I saw the fact that uh, we don't have any program for all these black kids in Windsor, and it bothers me. And when I started, I started back in a church building, you know, uh, whether you believe or not. And, uh, you know, through that church and the pastor of that church, you know, that was 20 years ago, Uh, I told him, I said, you know, there's something going on here. We see all these young people, they're not really, you know, going to school or they're dropping out of school. And then through that, this is how I got involved in the community, you know. uh, Then I start going to different places within the city, you know, and then I start collecting one kid and one becomes two, two become three, three become four, four become five. And then I start picking up them, you know, all the neighborhood downtown, all the neighborhood downtown, name any neighborhood downtown. I pick them up in my raggedy old car, and then I will take them to YMCA. So YMCA, they go there for swimming, and then after swimming, that's how we sit them down. I'll be talking to them. You know, they know me. They know I'm loud. <laughs> but they come to know that I love them. I care for them. And then through that, by word of mouth, I was surprised to see how they keep on coming, keep on coming. And I was even surprised that even the parents would call me, you know, say, okay, I have a child, can they join? And I say, hey, let's come. This is how the whole thing developed. If the parents, even the kids, they know that you care, you love them, you know, if they know that you're genuine in what you're trying to do for them, you know, you'd be surprised. And this is how the whole, you know, organization grow. And this is how, you know, I come to have a lot of kids. One time I used to have almost 120 kids. And then I employed uh, almost 16 teachers. You know, I don't even know what to do, but eh, they know that you are really doing something good for the kids. And this is how we grow. You know, and I'm so happy to see that. And here we are, you know, almost uh, 30 years later, we're still surviving.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, In talking about that growth that your organization is having, um, what are the next steps for your organization?
1: I don't know what that's. <laughs> Jordan, I say, I go one day at a time. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> and then I will tell you one thing, Mm-hmm. personally I don't give up okay I don't give up I just keep on going I mean as long as the needs are there I'll be there and I guess going back to your question I think the next step is to find a way to forge relationship with different groups and I'm so happy right now you know I'll be partnering with Fuse in doing so many things and I'm so happy you know for the, 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 the founders of, of Fuse, you know, and whether I believe or not, all the founders of Fuse, I know them all, okay? You know, I I have two of them in my class, one at the college and one at the university. They are attending my class at the time, you know, and I'm so happy for that. When I saw them, they approached me to say, hey, Mr. Kennedy, this is what we're trying to do. I give them thumbs up, I say, I'm there for you, whatever I can do to support them, you know, because that would be an extension of youth connection, which I love, okay? And this is what we need to do in our community to see how we can help one another, stick together. And, you know, through collective uh, social action, we can experience growth, you know, and then eventually all our young people will benefit.
0: Awesome. Um, so how do p- people listening, how would they connect with and support the Youth Connection Association?
1: Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, all they have to do is to, <laughs> I don't know what to say, call me. All they have to do is to go on, online. You know, we have a very good website, you know, uh, simply they can go to www.youthconnection.com connection association, one word, dot com. You know, once they go there, they see everything, you know, who we are, what we do, you know, and then we now have an office. Our office is at uh, 1168 Drillard Road, uh, Unit 11. And the, the telephone number at the office is 519-252-7222. Uh, somebody is usually there. I have an assistant director. Uh, she's a wonderful lady. Uh, well qualified. Uh, she's been with us now for the last two years, and she's doing amazing work. You know, they can call there. She's usually there from 10 to 3 p.m. Okay, so that's how they can get in touch with us. Or they can call me, okay, at 519 792 78 Eight
0: five seven. Wonderful. Awesome. Um, I will also be writing that in the summary if anyone didn't catch that. And um, with that, we're going to be wrapping up our um, conversation here today. So for everyone listening, The Youth Connection Association is providing advocacy, counseling, and tutoring for students in need, and just reiterating uh, a piece earlier, the Association's book club, where participants are reading informative, cultural, and educational books with the anticipation of developing their own books and poems, is going into its second phase. And the 2021 Spelling Bee competition is being held virtually with the date to be determined. Um, thank you, Kenny, for joining me today in this talk. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. And um, yeah, uh, take care, everyone, and stay safe.
1: Thank you. Take thank you, Jordan. Thank you. You take care of yourself, eh?
0: Thank you. <laughs>